0: Hey, I'm Alan Hunter. You're listening on the Pantheon Network.
1: Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done
0: this is You and the Condon Boys, Trans and Harvest and Lennox. We're gonna sit and listen to each one. It's long. May you
1: young. Hey, thank you for checking out the Performance Anxiety Podcast on the Pantheon Podcast Network. I'm your host, Mark. And before we start, I want to thank our sponsor, AKG, for sending us the Podcaster Essentials Kit. The Lyra mic and headphones are amazing and help me do my podcast. If you've ever thought about your own podcast, check it out and it can help you do yours. This episode gives you two guests in one. The multi-talented Luke Condon joins me. Not only is he part of the band Town Meeting, he's a co-host of the Long May You Young podcast. Luke and I discuss his early musical ventures into rap and being in a band with his brothers, Russ and Babe, and hearing his dad While my guitar gently weeps While passing gas on the toilet Luke reveals his best and worst live experiences We create a new genre of music we call skunk And we talk a lot about Neil Young Because that's the focus of Luke's show On the Pantheon Podcast Network called Long May You Young And in honor of the show I create a cocktail that Luke and I named Piss Town Check out Town Meeting Luke's solo album And the Long May You Young podcast Follow them on social media at Town Meeting Band and at Long May You Young. Follow us at Performance ANX. Support the show at ko-fi.com slash Anxiety. Merch, like shower curtains, can be found at performanceanx.threadless.com. Now do what Stephen Stills does, and check out Luke Condon of Town Meeting and the Long May You Young podcast on Performance Anxiety, part of the Pantheon Podcast Network. It's going to take all night. No.
0: Hey, you're listening to Performance Anxiety. This is guest extraordinaire doing his own uh, intro. <laughs> and uh, if you want to check out my music, where uh, you can find it at Town Meeting Music You <laughs> got all in my head. It's okay, because
1: uh, it it froze halfway through. <laughs> oh, perfect. Okay, even better. All right,
0: here we go. Uh, Hi, this is Luke Condon from the band Town Meeting and from the podcast Long May You Young Uh, and I am anxiety Uh, If you want to find my music, you can find it at townmeetingmusic.com. If you want to find the podcast, go to com. and I also got some solo stuff Look me up on Spotify. My name is Luke Condon and it's I make good music and I'm pompous about it and that's how this intro starts
1: let's do one more because it, it buffered in the middle of it again of
0: course of course
1: it did. i may end up stitching like three of these together to make right, one.
0: that's fine all right here we go hey everybody damn it this is my third attempt at the intro let's
1: do a fourth because it just did it again
0: Hey everybody, my name is Luke Condon and I am the guest on this week's Performance Anxiety and this is my fourth attempt at an intro because it keeps buffering. (laughs) These are the wonders of Zoom. Uh, I'm in the band Town Meeting, look us up on Spotify, I'm on the podcast Long May You Young, check us out anywhere you listen to podcasts. I also do a solo music, Look look me up, Luke Condon on Spotify everywhere. And this is probably the intro you're getting because this is the one that didn't buffer in the middle of it. So so check me out. Here is my interview on performance anxiety.
1: Uh, So who do we have coming on tonight? Is it just you?
0: Looks like it's just me, man. I reached out to all the boys, and they're all being lame. So <sighs> I reached out to Mike too. Sorry, I and even this one, I feel bad. It took me this long, and <laughs> it's, it's just I'm just so bad at scheduling stuff. Oh man, no, no problem. I,
1: I reached out to Mike also, but I didn't get okay. back from him. So we'll see. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, we'll see. In honor of having somebody from Long May You Young on, I have I have made a drink. <laughs> And I'm not yeah. sure what to call it. It's I'm I'm debating either the uh shy because the, the color kind of works there, <laughs> performance anxiety, or piss town because performance anxiety, P shy, and town meeting.
0: So I'm not. Oh, I like all of those. I like piss town.
1: I think I'm going with piss town. <laughs>
0: yeah. What's in it? So
1: cheers. Um, it is. Uh oh god, it is. Okay, started off with some sprite from Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> and um, a shot of vodka and a shot of a tequila. Okay, and that tasted terrible. And so, <laughs> I added oh, ginger ale, yeah. Canada Dry, bold for flavor and color. Old Old Faithful
0: over there. Oh yeah, you got to go with the nice. bold,
1: uh, the extra ginger flavor. It gives it that nice urine color.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so, I love it. I gotta be drinking something now. I, I go get something. I have one sangria and my stupid fridge in here broke like two oh. weeks ago. Oh no. And, I, and it of course didn't happen. Like at, like I walked in and found it. It's one of those mini fridges. Yeah. So the the temperature got all screwed up. So the tiny little freezer part of it just like oh. fr- froze and froze <laughs> and then melted. So just water pouring everywhere. All the oh. beers, room temperature. I was so annoyed. Oh, I'm going to... Th- I'm just gonna grab like a bottle and just drink out of the bottle, like hey, like I've, some like I've got that something.
1: handy too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ooh, a little little BT. Yeah, I love it, man. All right, it, hold man. On. All right I'm, I'm covered. All right, we're I back like, and hydrated. A sip left oh, of this uh, what stuff is, called bum. It's called it's Bumboo Rum. Oh, and uh, a coworker turned me onto it. I don't like. I'm not a big rum guy at all, but it's like I can't explain it. It's really good. It's uh, I, it's like delicious. Uh, so I think that. This is supposed to be banana flavored. Uh, Like, I don't like banana flavored thing, but I like this, whatever it is. really good mixed with like a Coke or like a whatever, but it's good. Just good straight too. All
1: right. Well, at some point we're going to have to actually get into this podcast. So yes, I wanted to find out a little bit about the backstory behind town meeting. Okay. That's because I feel, I always feel like to, to know a little bit more about where you are now, we need to go to the beginning. Sure. So tell me about your mother. Um ooh, that sounded <laughs> creepy. Never said about that. That was the worst That's accent fair. ever. I don't know what the I'm, hell that was.
0: I'm I'm from Long May You Young. I'm used to creepy. <laughs> <laughs> <Old silver> gold <laughs> Oh man. Um Yeah, so we I mean, I guess I'm trying to think of like the very beginning. Probably uh I mean, me and my brothers have always just sung like ridiculous songs around the house and then um I learned guitar in my mid to late 20s, probably oh, like really? my mid 20s. Yeah. Was, um, was
1: there any music going on before that? I mean, was it were you playing something else or was it just starting guitar uh, at that was, point?
0: I was rapping. Oh, rapping I it. heard about this. I was yeah. going to ask you about this. Yes. Uh, as as a teenager, you know, like I, you you do what you're influenced by, you know, yeah. and that was the most accessible. So me and, you know, some friends, we would rap. I never really play. We play like two shows like in like upstate new york or something near like his college or whatever but uh but i i always then you know end of high school i went through all my phases and then landed on you know folk indie stuff and then uh, when i learned so i learned acoustic and that interested me a lot so uh i think i started playing live i don't even know the year but like it would be like a song in front of a friend's band in a coffee house or something you know really scared and then Russ would play the, he didn't play Cajon at the time. He played the, just like a bongo drum. He would just bring a bongo drum and play that. It was very weird. <laughs> and, and uh, but we weren't called town meeting. It, it would just be like Luke is playing some songs and his brothers with them. Oh,
1: and no, then, nice. Is that, that's what it yeah. would say outside. Luke is playing some songs and his brothers <laughs> with him.
0: Exactly. In quotes. <laughs> in, yeah. <laughs>
1: that's the band name.
0: Exactly. Um, but then, sense. so we pl- we played one show. Uh, and I remember this because it was the day Michael Jackson died and it was at a martini <sighs> bar. And we had like, we got booked for a three and a half hour show and it went so awkwardly and terribly. Like <laughs> no, no one was paying attention. I, I like busted out some rap in the middle of it. It was so weird and uncomfortable for everyone there. Oh, wow! But I I was, um, I, I think at that point I'm like, I think I don't want to do this anymore. I was so, I hated it. And, uh, wow. And Anyways, yeah. So the only cool person was the bartender because we played a brand new song and he's like, ah, oh, brand new is cool. Like you, you guys are all right. And I'm <laughs> like, you, you literally like saved me from killing myself, probably <laughs> even for that comment. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> but, but, uh, so we, I stopped for a while and then, uh, Russ started getting involved with some other local musicians and they started doing an open mic, ironically, in a little, coffee shop below where that fateful (laughs) venue that (laughs) wow he's like yeah he's like hey man i've been doing this it's fun you should come it's a good vibe he's like i'll sing with you i'm like all right cool so we went i played one song i had a ton of fun played another and it was great and then that week he was supposed to play a three-hour gig there with another band of his like just kind of a thrown together band and they canceled and he said me and you should do it he's like we you know we we play it. We we've played enough in the past. And he's like, I've been writing, you've been writing a lot. He said, like, let's just do it. And I, I was like, all right, fine. And I was so nervous to play this three hour gig for $75 to split with my brother <laughs> that we went, I remember we went to TGI Fridays beforehand and I did two shots of uh, Jameson and I had like a, probably like a, like a hard cider or something. I got like really, we get to, yeah, very loose. Get to the venue, and it went awesome. It was so much fun, and we still didn't really have a name at that point. I don't think, or maybe we had thrown around the name Town Meeting, and I think maybe we're just like, just because that was the last. You know how when you're you just throw throw around a million band names, that was just the most recent one. Yeah, and we're like, all right, let's let's go with this. And I I can't even remember a lot of the reasons behind it. We I think we just liked the ring to it. Okay, and probably if i'm being honest it probably just came because you see town meeting we live in like a small city and i drive through small towns and every 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 town has a sign town meeting on this date right. it probably was in our heads
1: oh wow okay and, um,
0: and that gig went so well that the owner was like hey can you guys come back next month i want you back and we did it and we started building a fan base and uh, adding band members we got uh, tim on board we got a uh, dean at the time and then eventually my other brother joined us and it just kind of snowballed upwards in a, a slow but like fun good way and we were having a lot of fun so
1: so did you guys have any musical training as kids because the harmonies are fantastic
0: yeah. uh no we <laughs> we didn't other than uh just singing in the car like in the car singing along this stuff our dad uh, was and still is a worship leader at a church okay so uh you know so he's very musical he plays acoustic guitar he loves to sing loves the beatles obsessed with the beatles really yeah he is also obsessed with like old top 40 i guess on uh he's got he's got a subscription <laughs> to Sirius radio and every saturday morning they just pick a year and they play old casey Kasem like top 40s and he like upset oh, like he'll write them down he's, he loves it
1: wow
0: yeah it's pretty wild he won actually won a contest on the beatles channel he won every paul mccartney solo vinyl record oh my god he's got like god. yeah 40 40 records it's pretty cool holy crap yeah. that's
1: amazing
0: i know i stole a few <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't, don't tell him but i definitely took ram from him <laughs> sorry dad
1: i'm gonna send this podcast directly to him
0: <laughs> perfect <laughs>
1: So the band isn't all relatives then?
0: No, and it's gone through a few changes. Okay. Um, and right now it's uh, it's me, my two brothers, Russell and Brendan. Um, and then I, we it three brothers and two others. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it's the three brothers. And then uh, my buddy, Tim, he's one of my best friends. He started out playing bass for us. I had bought my wife a mandolin for Christmas one year and she just barely touched it. So I brought it to a practice And gave it to Tim, who had never touched one, and he took to it like wildfire. And then he became our mandolin player, got very proficient in it. And then around the end of 2018, when our electric guitarist left the band and our bass player also left, we got a new bass player. And then Tim became the electric player and now is like one of my favorite electric players of all time. So.
1: You just hit on something because I love the tone of the electric guitar on the, hmm. on the, the first of all, the new album. It's just incredible. It's just, it, it's such a classic tone. I love it.
0: Yeah. And, and that's, that's all Tim. He uh, it's all Tim. And, and also Dan Cardinal of uh dimension sound studios. He, he did stuff with the ballroom thieves. He has ghost of Paul Revere in there. Now he's done stuff with Josh Ritter. And oh, um, nice. I, I want to say like Lake street dive, I might be, I might be wrong about that, but uh, he's he's got such a great ear and such a talent for producing and mixing and just like finding the sound you want and giving it to you and also like producing but not overproducing and not underproducing and it's such a it's such a skill and an asset when you're in a time crunch.
1: Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Well, yeah, because I mean, you guys don't do month-long sessions in, in a studio i mean you, you gotta no. get your no. you, you gotta get your sound down and yeah. somebody who knows how to get your sound out of you and do it proficiently yeah. is, is worth their weight in gold
0: and i will say you know much to the opposite of every you know movie and tv show you've seen that involves bands that's not real like yeah. no one like neil young <laughs> maybe and like throwing know, stones they, maybe Yeah, of course. But like bands who are recording, it's you have like you book as many days as you can afford, which for us, it's like three to five. Yeah. and, uh, And then that's it. And uh, and Dan is worth – Dan is not – he's not the most expensive. He's not the cheapest, but he's worth every penny that we've spent on him. And I won't tell you how much, but uh, if you want to know, (laughs) if you're you're interested, Dimension Sound Studios in uh, Jamaica Plain, Massachusetts.
1: That was my next question was exactly how much do you spend in the studio? (laughs)
0: It's (laughs) it's worth it. I'll say that. (laughs) So uh,
1: is there uh, a method to the way you guys write the music? Is there one primary songwriter or are you writing together as a band?
0: In the beginning, it was just me, and then uh, not soon, not long after that, it was me and Russ. By the time we did "If I Die," it was pretty much just me and Russ. Okay. And then um, Babe or Brendan, we call him Babe. He would write like w- like one or two songs. And uh, by the time we made it, like now, we're we actually just finished recording another, it's like a seven or eight song thing. We're not sure if it's going to be an EP or an album. But at, at this point, we're all writing. We're all contributing to each other's songs. And it's so much, it's so much harder, but so much more rewarding. So like I'll, like someone, it, every song is someone's baby. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so for example, we have this new song called Nebula that's going to be on this thing. And, and it's my baby, but I throw it to the band and then they say, this is great. Uh, what if we ended it like this? And Tim goes, what if I played a guitar like this? And then Derek, our bass player will be like, what do you think if we changed this chord to this? Or how about we just take the break out of it and we all work on it together. And then sometimes someone's baby will only be like a quarter done or half done. And Russ or me or whoever will be like, Hey, I have this song, but I can't get a second verse. And I have no idea where to go at this point. And we'll sit down and then, uh, like a lot of times, uh, like I'll, I'll say Russ, I need, I need help with this and he'll just have me keep playing the first verse over and over again. And he'll sit there with a notebook or writing on his phone and then he'll be like, what do you think of this? And it's just a fun, it's harder. And it's uh, we get into like petty arguments and <laughs> annoying fights a lot, but it's much more rewarding. I think at the end of the day, cause we're all, we, we all feel like we're a part of it. And that way, when you know the time comes to split the songwriting credit which doesn't matter for <laughs> you yes. smaller bands yeah. but you never know like if a song takes off there's not that like well i wrote it and i should get more money it's right. just like no we all did this we, this wouldn't be the same without all of us so, right.
1: aside from your uh short-lived rapping career was <laughs> were there bands before town meeting that you were in that, that you were part of or because i know you you were You'd mentioned that your dad is is uh, like a minister, but was that was that part of a, a big part of your influence growing up? And th- did that translate into music early on?
0: Probably a little bit. I think my dad just loving music and playing music all the time. I mean, he <laughs> I, he doesn't care if I share this at this point. Like we would come home <laughs> from school and we would the bathroom door would be closed, and he'd be playing his guitar taking a shit like he just played his guitar all the time nice and uh we just got used to hearing like <laughs> like well my guitar gently weeps and then a fart yes. you know what i mean like <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was just like it, it was what it was we were always singing and uh but no real bands before that i mean like i did i ra- like i rapped with friends right. and we called ourselves a rap group we were called, we were called Humanity Parade at first, and then our name became Anti, but it was Ant Eye. We thought that was so cool. We thought we were so cool, and then eventually that became uh, Ellipses. And then my rap name was Behold, and my partner's rap name was Duplex, and we were so fucking good. I won't lie to you.
1: That oh, oh man, I got. I, I wish I could hear this.
0: I it's. It exists somewhere. In fact, you know who has it, and I keep asking him to send it to me, but he hasn't yet. Is Nails Lofgren from? How did
1: Nails get it?
0: Nails, uh, well, Nails is my best friend. You know, if if
1: we speak his name, he's liable to appear.
0: I he I know he. <laughs> Maybe I'll I'll refer to his uh, his alter ego, John. There we go. But yeah, but J- John is uh, John was my has been my best friend since seventh grade, and uh, he just so he's just he was there for all of it you know oh, wow. so he's he's got the files and i don't ah so. oh,
1: man all right we're to, gonna to have to reach
0: out to him yeah we're He'll gonna have to send you some stuff
1: oh yeah i'm gonna have to put in the podcast if i can man i gonna have to figure
0: <laughs> i i'm totally cool with it i have no i'm not opposed to anything you want to throw in there so.
1: excellent all right well we're working on it how about do you have any copies of your dad farting while my guitar gently use
0: <laughs> I, I don't Damn. i will.
1: all right we may have to doctor that one up a little bit
0: That would be easy. I feel like that would be.
1: (laughs) How long after you guys started playing together as town meeting did you actually end up recording the first album?
0: Um. So we did little things, like probably as soon as we could. We went in in friends' basements. My good friend Joe, who was actually our bassist for a little while, he recorded our "quote unquote" first EP in his bedroom. It was called Younger, and it's like it's definitely like a rough thrown together thing. I don't even know if you can find it anywhere. So I'm sure some people have it. We made 500 copies and they're all gone.
1: Oh, wow. Awesome. Um,
0: Yeah. And, but it's like, it's, but low quality stuff, early songwriting stuff. Um, we did that. We did a album called verge that we recorded up in some guys place in New Hampshire. We did another one called, uh, I don't remember. Wooden bridge. We had all these different ones, but if I die, i think we had been a band for four years before we did if i die and we had just we had made up our mind like we got to stop doing these basement tape things we have to like spend some money crowdfunding was becoming a thing and so we crowdfunded it and uh raised the money and and made it
1: So, so you're saying about four years, I can, I can feel it because you guys have that, that blood harmony going Mm. and that, that, you know, that, that you can only get through being related. And I mean, I know a bunch of people have spoken about that other podcasts, but, um, specifically (laughs) cocaine and rhinestones. (laughs) I love that podcast, by the way, you guys turned me on to that.
0: So. Yeah, they're great.
1: So I know he speaks about that with Louvin Brothers and the Everly Brothers. And, all, and, and, and you guys nail it. You get these mm-hmm. amazing like Eagles type of harmonies. In I appreciate it. I, especially your If songs, If I Die and If This Were a Movie.
0: If the angels calm down and you hear the trumpet sound Forget about the open grave deep under the ground Listen
1: for my soul. Leave my body where it is and let my spirit go. Yeah, leave my body where it is
0: and let my spirit go.
1: Those two specifically off the first album, but I think my favorite off that is Orange and Reds.
0: Yeah, that's a great one.
1: That god, the vocals on that are beautiful.
0: That's uh that's a Rust baby. That and Rust uh he also played guitar on that. Like Russ oh, wow. every like one at one once per album I feel like he'll hop on guitar and play a tune.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: and, it, and they're always great like uh i can name you like if i die it was orange and reds on all the bars he played guitar on bird and beast and then on um, make things better he played it on sometimes the moon and they're always kind of the similar vibe but like like really well written tunes
1: so. they yeah they absolutely are so you guys you're playing a lot live but you guys have full-time mm-hmm. jobs right
0: yeah um me and tim do and then russ i think russ has for a while now um yeah and babe and derek i think are part-time but yeah i mean we're all working so, on this yeah
1: so you basically have to fit this in while you're working
0: yeah it Th- sucks
1: how hard how, is it hard to get everybody scheduled together because how many how many people in the band till five
0: there's five of us now yeah it's 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 tough i mean thankfully like we're all like they're pretty, pretty like midweek jobs. I think Derek works weekends, but the rest of us, like, so most of our gigs are on weekends, but like yeah. planning a tour is like next to impossible. And it's just, uh, we we do it and they're always like mini one-offs, but it's just, you have to use all, my wife isn't psyched because I use all my vacation time <laughs> for this. and it's Just, uh, but I, you know, we love doing it. And I don't know, you that whole myth too of like, <laughs> you know just like an over making it overnight like that's not real that's right. not oh. some people sure i mean some people that happens but 99.7 percent of bands it's, you just do this years and then you die i think is. Yes. Cool,
1: so. <laughs> you just slog it out for a while ruin a bunch yeah. of relationships and then you're dead
0: yeah <laughs> <So>. exactly <laughs> And and it doesn't it doesn't help that like We're all horrible at committing and (laughs) and scheduling. Like, I mean, like, look at this. Like, I think you first approached me back in like April and it's mid-August now. And even this, like, I'm like, thank God you sent a reminder this morning, because I'm like, oh, that's right. That is today. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. And honestly, if it wasn't eight if we weren't recording at eight, I probably would have had to cancel because today is my son's birthday <laughs> oh no he's in he's in bed he's in bed oh, so it's man. totally fine but like it's i my bra- my idiot brain can't even remember like important dates <laughs> i'm just such a you know i have five kids i get i get i get uh, like,
1: i know i got three so i three you, then,
0: you know <laughs> that's,
1: i love four fingers i'm an <laughs> idiot i know so it, it you get the yeah. parent brain We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors.
0: But I definitely like, that's why I did definitely want to come on Performance Anxiety, because anxiety and performance are two of my favorite (laughs) things.
1: Well, the next album, I was listening to that today. I think I just got a chance to listen to it today, and dude, that is so good. I'm looking at least of these.
0: If I could find a way to simplify the words I say Well, I'd be sleeping sundown am praying on my knees Help me love my enemies Who am I trying to please Blessed are the least of
1: the bars I love that little yeah. background music or music the background noises in all the bars that that's yeah. that so cool I love little touches like that it's it's uh it shows that you care about the song you want that you want an atmosphere
0: yeah atmosphere that's a good word yeah no I appreciate it that was also done with Dan so the first album we recorded up in maine and it, it was fine it was uh it was a learning experience but then one, I think once we found Dan, we kind of found our home and i I am I, I'm saying all this the album we're recording now or we just recorded, we did not do with Dan. And I feel it's oh like bit God. bittersweet about it. Like we still are going to go back with Dan, but we we've crowdfunded too many times. And so we, we, the studio we're doing it now, oh, I'm forgetting the name, but it's our buddy, Andrew. And he, he's also does a great job. So we're, and this one is nice. Cause we can slow, we're mixing it ourselves. So he, ga- he gave us all the raw recordings. Oh, We're going to, so this one, we actually can kind of treat like everything you see in the movies where we kind of, at our convenience hit it and, but it's, that's all mixing stuff. It's not really recording stuff.
1: Right. But once yeah. you got it but, done, you, you have, you can do it at your leisure. When you guys have time, you don't have you're not beholden anybody monetarily exactly. or yeah. time-wise.
0: Yeah. But all the, uh, what's the name of it? Oh, from the green. And yeah. You know, those songs meeting, Dan, that's when we met Dan and kind of fell in love with Dan and his style. And, and he, he really helps create that atmosphere for, the album and the song especially
1: so well shenandoah i i loved it because i live in the shenandoah valley so nice. that, that's got a special meaning to me bird and beast like you had mentioned that's a beautiful song that might be my one of my, my favorite off the album
0: nice
1: and i have a que- I, I got a question for you the new album okay the, yep. new, the new album and let me let me pull that up here make things oh, better
0: boy. yep
1: it's awesome you start off Thank with you. these big harmonies, but that's not the question I, I have for you because you consist, you guys consistently do amazing harmonies, you consistently keep them fresh, but the sound has kind of progressed a lot over the album. Yes. It's, but there's a big change between From the Green to make things better. And I was kind of curious if you've gotten any feedback because, you know, you've gone from bird and beast to fuck the man
0: so tonight I'll raise a glass to all my people staying hungry busting their ass still getting nothing but crumbs upon their plate fuck the And for
1: people who may not have seen you guys live or listened to the your the long may you young podcast, that could possibly be a little startling.
0: Totally, yeah. So, <laughs> so, so no one's come right out and said I hate this. Um, <laughs> well, that's good. But, but we you definitely see fans who were like all in patrons coming to every show, emailing us constantly, just kind of slowly fizzle out and <laughs> just. Li- <laughs> I don't begrudge them. I mean, we definitely switched, Um, but also we switched as humans. I think between those two albums, we switched band members, and we switched. We were trying to make hits. We were trying to like make it. We were aiming songs. We were aiming production, and that's not a negative in itself. But it became a negative for us. We got real burnt out, um, sending hundreds of thousands—not hundreds of thousands, but like just hundreds of emails all over the place we just really wanted to make it and so we, i think our music suffered a little bit and i don't mean that they're bad albums i just mean they maybe weren't what they could have been
1: it wasn't maybe it wasn't reflective of you guys as a band
0: yeah um and so uh when we reevaluated at the beginning of 2019 we you know thought do we even want to keep doing this we, there's some inner tur- turmoil like there always yeah. is with bands especially bands with brothers yeah <clears throat> oasis <clears throat> yeah. um <laughs> black <girls>. Crows. <clears throat> yeah yeah so yeah so it's just like and and we kind of worked through some stuff we had some screaming matches some a lot of hugging it out and and then we started just kind of slowly getting back into it and we i think we all decided we're not making albums for anyone but ourselves anymore so if we want to make something harder we're going to do it if we want to make an all acoustic album we're going to do it which but it's just what we want to do and so like songs like fuck the man and uh the fourth verse and uh answers and these songs that definitely like punch a little bit more and maybe break away from that kind of bluegrassy genre yeah we were all in and so is dan i think dan felt that the the guy from dimension and yeah i don't know i in this new one is is a, a another different direction it's hard I, to explain
1: I, i've got a question going back to to i think it's on the green uh from the green sorry yep who is singing the background vocals on good enough it sounds like there's a female vocalist on that yeah, she's that's so our- good
0: Friend jessa potts
1: oh my gosh um, that's that such a great addition i mean she was yeah. she nailed that
0: she's great and she's so such a unique uh style i don't even know if she's doing music anymore but i hope wow. she is yeah boston bass musician very talented yeah jessa potts shout out to jessa if she's still look her up if she see if she's doing music i will for Can
1: sure because what she yeah. added to that song was great nice yeah and all right, so going to, coming back back around to make things better, the uh, I, th- I think you've written my favorite song of all your songs. It's, uh, it's on "Make Things Better," and it's "Forget Me Nots."
0: I knew it was gonna be "Forget Me Nots."
1: Dude, I love that song. <laughs> when when this that "Pray for Rain" st- section starts, I'm getting yeah. in my head David Eugene Edwards. Absolutely love 16 Horsepower, Woven Hand, and that's what that whole section reminds me of.
0: Who is who is that? I'm sorry.
1: Oh, uh, David Eugene Edwards is a freak show of a person. He okay. is the weirdest dude on the planet, but he writes okay. the most incredible music. Look up the band's 16 Horsepower okay. and Woven Hand.
0: I'm going to follow them right now on Spotify.
1: Oh, my gosh. They were supposed to...
0: 16 Horsepower?
1: Yeah, 16 Horsepower put out, a, uh, I think four albums and then they broke up and uh, the lead singer, guitarist, banjo player, accordion player, it was a guy named David Eugene Edwards. And he started this other project that has exploded into a full fledged band called Woven Hand. And I I got to see Woven Hand right before lockdown and uh, I saw 16 Horsepower three times and they're they're a lot more acoustic, folky bass, but it's like American Gothic kind of country. It's freaking okay. creepy stuff. Woven Hand is a lot more electric.
0: And okay. It's, but
1: it's just as freaking creepy.
0: I just followed both of them on Spotify. Oh, uh, so.
1: he is just, he like literally gets possessed on stage. It's
0: unreal. Oh, I love it. And oh, I love it.
1: That whole thing culminates in when you guys do that breakdown at the end, that's what I'm reminded of. One of my okay. favorite musicians of all time.
0: Nice. So, oh, I like that. That's cool. I gotta check. I'm I'm excited to check these guys out. I'm always looking for kind of new music oh, to check out. This, so.
1: this could literally change your songwriting. Okay. So I like that. The, you guys have have this sound, and it's obviously progressed. This is art. You're gonna get compared to people. Who Who do you hate getting compared to?
0: <laughs> See, that's a good. That's a great reverse question of the (laughs) typical who do you guys sound most like who do we hate oh this is good um
1: the good thing is like four people listen to this podcast so (laughs) i think one is is so
0: (laughs) perfect uh i i think i hate being compared to mumford and sons if i'm being honest i was gonna
1: i kind of figured that i wasn't gonna say it but i kind of figured that would be one
0: that's the one that always gets brought up i don't know why at this point because they've changed so much and so have we but it's still all the time mumford and sons um you
1: wrote fuck the man I, about them didn't you
0: yeah i did <laughs> no, I, I, I them i don't know uh, uh probably the eagles too <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> Listen, oh, i made rough, that
0: comparison damn it it's been a rough night and i hate the fucking eagles man
1: i'm <laughs> so. not a big fan. I would be happy with like an Eagles greatest hits EP I could deal with.
0: I could be, I could maybe put up with that. Five, six songs. I most, it's like part of me, it's not that I hate them. I just don't enjoy them. I will say the album Hotel California kind of rules. And probably at this point, it's more parody. It's more just me because like leaning into it (laughs) because I think it's funny to just hate.
1: For me, it's nostalgia because my my mom used to love them and she she listens to them all the time. And so it's not that I enjoy it. It's just, it puts me in a certain frame of mind. So.
0: Gotcha. No, totally.
1: So Eagles and Mumford and & Sons, and I can totally get those. I completely understand those because they don't, they suck. <laughs> and I'm going to, maybe I should tag Mumford & Sons in this, but. Uh, i fine with it. They, they would never, ever even look at this. God. All right, so yeah, you guys have had the opportunity to share stages with some pretty awesome people. I mean, Willie Nelson, Sturgill Simpson, one of my favorites, Brandy Carlisle. And I may be wrong on this, but... The composer of maybe the best song ever, a long December's Adam Duritz.
0: Yeah, I thought you are correct about that, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is, I think that's
1: been my favorite recurring joke on your podcast is the long yeah. December bit.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna keep it going
1: too. Really? As much I, as I, I can. I
0: love it. I love it. Well, so
1: keeping in mind that you've had you you've shared the stage with some pretty big names, some pretty heavy hitters. Can you tell me off the top of your head, because we haven't prepped for this at all a best live experience and a worst live experience
0: best was probably our Sturgill Simpson show because that was our first exposure to a a bigger crowd and not to toot my own cake horn but we uh (laughs) 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 we we killed it so nice yeah
1: I was waiting for you to say you got a chance to duet with Duritz on Long December but
0: uh no but i'm gonna force my way into that next time we do his uh underwater sunshine you're thing.
1: gonna have to make that happen yeah. and i want to oh, hear it
0: oh i can't wait <laughs> i'm gonna i'm literally gonna i'm doing a facetime shoe as i'm doing it Yes, yeah. so <laughs> yes um but no so that's probably the best i mean worst show, worst live experience i mean we've our old electric guitar guitarist dean great guy talented guy I used to play with jonathan edwards and tom rush and and all oh, these nice. kind of wow. but he would say like if if there was like a particularly bad gig or rough gig and we were all complaining about it and we'd ask dean he'd go you know i've played a lot of gigs and that was one of them <laughs> 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 just, um i can't i'm trying to think a of one off the top of my head that We've been asked to play some weddings, and some of them have been awesome, like yeah. really cool, and some of them are really rough because we're not a wedding band, Yeah, um, but those don't really count. I, I guess... Uh,
1: a lot of times when I ask this, I end up hearing about technical issues that just kind of derail uh, uh, an entire... That's part of it, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, and you guys, you don't have all kinds of backups at the no. ready, so it, no. that's that can be you know harrowing if you have a technical issue
0: so uh beginning of 2020 we did a run a little mini run in we did texas we did colorado but we had two back-to-back shows in colorado which was very dumb (laughs) uh we played in denver and then colorado springs which is an uh, two an hour two hours away from denver okay and for a band a smaller band from massachusetts that is foolish really denver show small to mid-sized venue uh almost sold out like great crowd nice. tons of people came out bl- had a blast and then colorado springs the next night instead of a small to mid venue it was a theater that we had somehow booked oh wow and two tickets were sold two oh. tickets oh. and one of them didn't even show up uh. <laughs> and it was so uncomfortable oh. and awkward so I could, so wow. as far as like good and bad, right, you know, neck and back to back with each other, I would, I would put those right up there.
1: So. Wow. That's a high and a low right yeah. one right after the other. Oh my gosh, that sucks. Yeah.
0: I will say probably one of the better shows we played in a, in a while was right up in Maine last weekend. We played at uh Maincraft distilling, which put up a, like a stage. They got like a 300 capacity venue. Now it's outdoors and we, there's a, a keyboardist. This guy, Ben Cosgrove, he writes his own instrumental music. One of the most talented guys I've ever met. Hilarious dude. Uh, We vibed really well. But he played with us, and he's going to probably play with us on some gigs coming up. But having keys in the mix was, like, transcendental. It was was incredible. So we did Forget Me Nots with, like, organ. Dude. Nice. You would have been pumped.
1: Oh, man. Yeah. So What's what's, uh, playing live? like for you guys at this point i mean do you have things kind of still up in the air aren't they
0: yeah it's it's it's, (laughs) everything is fraught with anxiety as it typically is anyway but uh we were late to the party to book anything any kind of a tour we had high hopes to run down actually towards your neck of the woods and then all the way down to asheville oh wow and but everyone you have to do that to do that in November. You have to book it in March, you know? And it's yeah. so like that. now they're all booked, but now everyone's like, are these going to happen? So we're, uh, we're hoping like probably spring we'll, we'll try to do some kind of a run down the East coast and we'll hit New York. We'll try to hit Philly. We'll. But it's just, it's so it's just tricky. We do all our own booking, which yeah. not by choice.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you do more than just a band. You are also the proud owner, co-owner of a podcast, Long <laughs> yes. May You Young. Yes. And I discovered you guys, because we joined this, the Pantheon Podcast Network about the same time. Yes. And I remember looking, I'm doing research before joining, and I think you guys had just joined, and I was like, okay, Long May You Young, let, let me check these guys out. And you'd only done like four or five episodes at that point. Yeah. And I listened and I thought, these guys are fucking hilarious. <laughs> I, you seriously, Long May You Young is the reason I was like, all right, I'm in. I'm in Pantheon. I'm, I'm good. Oh, nice.
0: So, okay, that's cool. It's <laughs> funny, man.
1: And I've grown to, to listen, or had the chance to listen to more, obviously, since, because it's been, yeah. what, a, a little over a year now but there's uh, some funny. great ones like obviously long You young highway hi-fi i like those guys are hilarious they're so dry they're hilarious. highway
0: hi i don't think i, I don't think i know though oh, I, gotta, they- I gotta i gotta i gotta dip back in i like i just uh i started listening to me mu- forcing myself to listen to music again and then like i dipped out of podcasts except for like my old faithfuls yeah but i gotta get i gotta get into some new ones because I'm, I'm starting to dry up so
1: for, with my job, I gotta I gotta listen to some comedy. Otherwise, I will probably oh, go yeah. postal and just murder everybody. Not murder, um, maybe harm.
0: <laughs> but could, yeah,
1: but that's that's why I love Long May You Young because first of all, you're talking about one of my favorite subjects, Neil Young. Yeah, and you guys are I hilarious.
0: I thought you were gonna say one of my favorite subjects, penises,
1: <laughs> semen. <laughs> that's, that's one of my favorite <laughs> subjects. I can't get enough.
0: Uh, can't. All right. So you, so you were Neil, you, you've been a Neil fan. Yes, probably okay.
1: since the early nineties I got, for me, I think I got into him late, but, uh, okay. and it was weird because I was listening to or reading an article or something because there were no podcasts at this point. It was probably 91, 92. And I think it was something about the smashing pumpkins and they, they're ta- Billy Corgan was talking about Neil Young and, how one of the things that drew him into guitar was hearing Neil Young's one-note guitar solo on Cinnamon Girl. And I'm like, mm. one-note guitar solo? What yeah. What the hell does he mean by... what? And so I'm like, all right, well, I, I know, you know, Neil's been around forever. I'm going to go get... Everybody Knows This Is Nowhere. And yeah. I was hooked from then on. I mean, because I remember hearing, you know, the hits, the Harvest stuff. And thinking, yeah. you know, it's good. It's really yeah. good. But, you know... And I was more into noise, Smashing Pumpkins, you know, their noisy sure, stuff, yeah. early, noisy stuff. And so I'm like, all right, well, let me give this a shot. And that was, I, I heard that and I'm like, damn, I'm, I'm hooked on Neil, so.
0: Yeah, man. So I've just, that out. Great.
1: yeah, but I've just kinda skipped around. I haven't gone like, I'm gonna get, everybody knows this is nowhere, then after the gold rush, and harps, I'm not, I just kinda like, everybody knows this is nowhere, then, uh, sleeps with angels and then live yeah. rust and then sure, yeah. ragged glory so i've been just kind of around. and i actually one of the <laughs> i remember when rust and not rust life got released on cd for the first time i was like i gotta get it mm. and i listened to it i'm like Ooh, <laughs> i love inca queen yeah but that's about it off that album. I was, "Ah." yeah. And so when you guys go through and you're honest about the the, the music, that's really one of the things that endeared me is that you guys aren't just sitting there, (laughs) you know, (laughs) virtually jerking Neil off you, you're actually
0: yeah. talking about the albums oh i'm gonna be honest about chrome dreams 2 on our next episode too. i'm not gonna lie to you i got some things to say about chrome dreams 2 so how did whenever I- we finally get to record that episode i know i've
1: been waiting you guys are on like a i know every third week now
0: i know we just got summer just got so crazy for everyone and yeah. uh and it's I, i'm hoping once september hits I'm going to a shit ton of shows in September, but I'm hoping like even in between those, I think just once your kids are on a schedule, it forces you to get on a schedule. And I think that will help because right now we're like, someone's on vacation this week and there's a wedding and there's this, and we're playing both nights this weekend. So Um, I think, uh, I think this Wednesday, not, uh, a week from today, when we're recording this on a Wednesday, a week from today, whenever we're recording this, okay. I think we'll have another episode, I think.
1: So. Well, you'll definitely have it out because this will take several weeks to come out. <laughs> okay. So gotcha. I'm going to like, honestly, I'm on like a six to eight week lead at this point. I have so many freaking oh, okay. ones in the, nice. um, in the queue. It's ridiculous.
0: I'm always fascinated by people who are prepared for, for it's, things.
1: It's crazy. It's not even that I'm prepared. It's, I got so freaking lucky with this podcast. I got hooked up with like three different PR firms pretty early on and they just feed me all kinds of people it's just it's crazy like i I, i've had weeks where i've recorded three or four episodes but i only used to release one a week yeah i my lead time ballooned to like eight weeks and i hate that
0: i want it to be really yeah i want to be like four weeks four weeks would be great i mean any weeks when i first started i was so like we didn't up uh, nothing going on. It's the beginning of a pandemic. Yep. And I was so dedicated to like, I wanna like be able to like backlog a few of these in case we need a break. And yeah. And then even like, you know, especially when the the winter and it got even more dismal. And I remember like texting Mike and Russell, I'm like, I'm motivated, I'm gonna get a sponsors, I'm gonna like send emails. And then now I'm just like, You guys wanna record? It's been like a month. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of where we're at. So it's a it's time consuming people don't get it like even like our like shammed pot together (laughs) podcast like (laughs) it still like takes time to edit and just like throw in little shit and you can tell the ones that i i I made an effort to because i'll throw in little like noises yes and and, like dan mosh pit shit i love dan mosh pit oh can't go back can't go wrong with dan no but yeah but so but like but sometimes i'm just like i'm like okay theme song all right skip ahead i know there's dead space i'm just leaving them all in <laughs> See, but what's nice so it's nice and you get this as the as the one man guy who does the whole thing and edits like why the advantage i have over mike and russ is because i'm editing if i like make a shitty joke or something that makes me sound stupid i can cut that right oh,
1: out. oh yeah something that falls flat it's out
0: i'm gonna leave theirs in oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i'm gonna edit mine out yeah.
1: so. <laughs> How did you guys get that started? How did you hook up with Mike Shue? And how did you guys come up with the idea of doing an entire podcast about Neil Young's discography, album by album, track by track?
0: (laughs) It's another way I just sound old to my children is (laughs) like, you guys don't understand what it was like. But like, I think I held out from getting Spotify for a long time because of how much it sucks for artists. But then eventually I just caved. But uh, but but it's really like if I have it, I'm gonna take advantage of it. So like the fact that I can just like like right the fact that you can do you can just do that with any artist. You can just listen to all of their albums in order. It's yeah amazing. And so with Neil, I I've always loved Neil, but never really dove deep. And then we were talking to Mike. Me and Russ were talking to Mike on um his other podcast, Breaking the Ice and uh we just got talking about neil and then we just started ranting about neil together and uh he he messaged me on instagram he goes we should definitely start a neil young podcast and he probably was saying it like just like in it like joking and then i'm like okay and i sent him like a three-page itinerary of how we were gonna do it and he's like oh all right well then i guess we're gonna do this so we had a zoom meeting just to make sure we would vibe and we did and and then, like, very first episode, we just kind of hit it off, and now Mike's one of my good friends, and so it's pretty cool.
1: Oh, yeah, and Mike's been on the show a couple times, too. too.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, he's hilarious.
1: He, he kills me. He's
0: so funny. So well, He's got that deep radio voice, too. It's, it's like, sexy. sexy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I'm never... There's only a few people that I'm vocally envious of. My voice is garbage. <laughs> I, I Same, hate... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I so I hate editing podcasts. I hate listening to myself. I'm I know, so too. I hate it.
1: Me too. But Mike, man, Mike and Mark Lanigan are like the two voices. If I could pick one, it'd be one of those guys.
0: Yeah. Who's Mark Lanigan? Why do I know that name? Screaming Trees, Queens of the Stone Age, Queens. That, my yeah, 100th yeah. episode. Yeah. So, oh, really? Yeah. Dude, you get some names, man. I try. How do you do it? Do you are you just you're just persistent?
1: At times, yeah. Uh, with with Mark, yeah. it was a progression. I had had, so I had Black Rebel Motorcycle Club on, Leah and Pete from BRMC. Then yeah. I started getting people around them, in their orbit on, like this guy named Ion Ottaway. Yeah, okay. And a guy named Matt Boroff. And they're musicians themselves, and they had some excellent albums. And my 100th episode was coming up. I was like 10 episodes away from recording it, and I'm like, I want to do something big for number 100. Yeah. And I had uh, Ian on re- a pretty recently after that and no no it was Matt Boroff and I'm like he had mentioned working with him so I was like hey you know I don't normally like to ask guests former guests favors or anything like that but you think Mark Lanigan would be interested in doing my 100th episode Mm. and he's like he might he's really cool like I'll tell you what I'll float it to him and if he's interested I'll connect you guys yeah I was like sure and he like a week or two later he's like yeah Mark's down so I'm like, oh, that's awesome! Awesome. He was about to release a book, so uh, you know. Oh, nice. Uh,
0: let me. So let me ask you this: Who's your uh, Who's your Mount Mount Everest? Uh, like, G- Jimmy Page. Jimmy Page. Okay.
1: I had his girlfriend on and his daughter.
0: Oh really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: So yeah, maybe one of these days. But uh, there you yeah, go. Scarlett Cibette, a Few episodes ago, is, is is she actually? She's been on twice now. The first time we recorded right before Mark Lanigan like like three or four episodes before Mark Lanigan. And um, she reached out to me like a, literally a year later and she's like, do you mind if we take that down? I'm
0: like, <laughs> oh, really? Uh,
1: oh, oh, okay. Uh, sure. If somebody, I'm not going to say no. If, you know, if a guest right. wants me to take it down, I'll take it down. Yeah, sure. And I'm like, okay, okay. And I didn't realize it was before Mark Lanigan. So I'm like, all right, is there any reason why? She's like, I want to do it again. I want to redo it. I think we can do it much better. I'm like, oh. <laughs>
0: Sure. There you go. No problem. Perfect.
1: But it didn't really, I didn't think about it. So I took it down and then I looked, I'm like, shit, now that makes Mark Lanigan episode 99. Oh, no. And, and all I do, like half the episode is me saying thanking him for being like my, well, not half, but, you know, it's yeah. me thanking him for being my 100th episode. So, but I don't think anybody's actually going to count. So,
0: <laughs> well, now I'm going to, so, I'm going <laughs> to so, bring it up on the next long, uh, day yeah.
1: So I re-released it a few weeks ago, and uh, but the amazing thing is Jimmy Page is like my idol. I grew up worshiping Jimmy Page, Led Zeppelin, his solo stuff, yeah. Page Plan, anything. Yeah. And so for her podcast, I was like, do you think Jimmy would mind if I used some of his music from this, his uh, soundtracks he did? Because he did a soundtrack for a Kenneth Anger film called Lucifer Rising, and he did the soundtrack for uh, Death Wish. He did the yeah, soundtrack Death to Wish. Death Wish 2 so did he really yeah it's all i've never
0: seen death wish too.
1: so I'm like do you think he'd mind if i use I'm, I'm thinking more lucifer rising she's like i'll check so she's like she comes back to me like the next day she's like i asked him yeah he said it's fine no problem he listened to the podcast he said yeah that'd be great
0: he listened to the podcast that's <laughs> yeah. awesome so that oh he, that's oh, that's wild
1: when i released it he put it in his instagram story and i screenshot it and saved
0: it yeah Oh, dude, that's so cool, man. So maybe one oh, of these days that. I'll
1: be able to get him on. But I'm, yeah, I don't want to ask him anything about Led Zeppelin because what's he going to tell me that he hasn't already told a hundred thousand other people? Right, right. So I want to know more about the, his time after Led Zeppelin the, with the firm and the stuff he did with the guys from Yes and uh, the soundtracks. So that's what I want to know about. So, yeah. So if Jimmy, you're listening, let's let's do this. Do it, Jimmy. But yeah, Jimmy, and then David Eugene Edwards. If I could get David Eugene Edwards on, I would. The, yeah, that'd be amazing just because I think I've seen two interviews by him in 20 years. Yeah, so that would be those are two of my Mount Rushmore's, but you guys do interviews now. Cooch, here and there, yeah. Cooch is one of my favorites, man. Of man, that was. <laughs> that was the most <laughs> awkward interview I think I've ever heard. Yeah,
0: like it's fucking Mike. He just starts it out with like the weirdest question ever. I wish so I had funny. the balls
1: to do that. Half I know, the time.
0: me too, me too. I got so nervous, and then afterwards, I'm like, why did I get nervous? I don't know this guy. And, like,
1: and you're not gonna talk to him afterwards.
0: Yeah. Now, now, before we get into landing on water, I just want to preface this just to be completely transparent and upfront with you. And I can't speak for Luke or Russ. This is Mike. Um, okay up to this point in our podcast this is what in my humble opinion Neil Young's worst album and I just want to put that up front because I don't want to be like oh yeah everything's great and everything I just want you to know where I'm coming from I just think that it's just it's although I've warmed up to it over the years especially the last three songs on the album Which is, I got a problem, pressure, and and drifter, I believe. Um, Well, I'd have to say to you in response to that right away, I'd have to say that Neil does not care. Yes.
1: (laughs) To start off with, I think you did the worst Neil Young album ever. (laughs) Okay.
0: He he had to at that point because he had been shitting on it for 30 episodes at that point. He paid himself
1: into a corner on that one for sure.
0: Yeah, he did. Oh, it's so funny.
1: So I really like that you guys have expanded into having people associated with the Neil album song i I think that was that's a great move
0: yeah i and and pretty much anyone who wants to talk about Neil, like i mean not like not anyone (laughs) but like but like if like uh like i'd love to talk to margo price she's definitely on my list or like uh taylor or griff from dawes and then neil young himself is probably obviously our our guy so yeah
1: exactly so has your 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 love for neil grown or decreased at all since you guys listen to him all the time now
0: uh increased exponentially wow um and i think going through the like the 80s like the rougher albums and then coming out and this podcast exposed me to 90s neil like i was uh, very unfamiliar with broken arrow and Sleeps with angels and greendale
1: so you you love you're a big fan of 90s neil now
0: yeah and and i love it all i love the good the bad and i've been through it i feel like i've fought wars with (laughs) with Neil's albums and i feel like i i came out better for it and we're still not done like mid the mid-aughts aren't necessarily my favorite but he's got some some quiet gems in there and then i can't wait to get to like psychedelic pill oh that's the only time i've seen
1: neil live was with on the psychedelic psychedelic pill tour
0: yeah a lot of people sad but you know
1: i don't want it to end i want you guys to keep going i mean (laughs) is there any plans to do any offshoots like uh like he did there's that four-way street album or he's appeared on some just crazy horse albums any plans to do anything like that
0: i think we'll keep doing this for a while we have we have too much fun um i think stretching them in the summer is like kind of a necessary like Let's like make sure this is not work because we're not getting yeah. paid for it. You know yeah. what I mean. So let, let's make sure we're still having fun. And oh, then...
1: Pantheon's not paying you guys?
0: No, they're they're paying. Are they paying you? Uh,
1: uh, um, let me let me talk to Peter <laughs> about that. <I'll...
0: laughs> all right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I think like I'll be getting I mean, paid for dick all...
1: pills pretty soon. That's, <laughs> I, I, blue, I agreed to do those. So <laughs> <laughs> we would
0: have, but it, I was so burnt out. I'm like, I don't want. I don't even want to commit to anything because I <laughs> just don't. I don't know. We did the AKG thing. Whatever. Yeah. We don't need to get into this stuff. But yeah, so <laughs> there, he still has so many albums. We're st- we still, we've still so much to do, and we'll do more interviews. Like I, I'm trying as hard as I can to get Margot Price or one of the dudes from Dawes, or the Avits, or anyone who wants to talk about Neil. Like in, and then like people who you know I'd love to talk to Tweedy. I've reached out to his oh, people, but yeah. got nothing.
1: Well, you guys uh, had Patterson Hood on.
0: Patterson was like a no-brainer because i mean if you're doing a neil young podcast you got to talk to one of the drive-bys oh like, yeah it's just a, and so it, he was it's got to be him or cooley one, that's it yeah and i so when i reached out to like uh, when i reached out to people like it's usually like um oh, fingers crossed i hope maybe they'll even respond and yeah. then with but when, when i reached out to patterson's manager i'm like this is gonna be a yes and it was within five minutes so like yeah he wants to do it and when can he do it nice and, all that's right cool. yeah we're
1: has there been a, a Neil Young album that's grown on you that you thought that y- you used to hate?
0: Yeah, like a, a cu- fungus. A couple of them, a couple of them. But I will say, Landing on Water it gets better the more I listen to it.
1: Wow, shoes gonna. I, hate
0: like, you. I, know, I like. I know. I like. I kind of want to have Cooch back on and tell him, like, "Hey, man." Oh, we were, we were be,
1: wrong. That would be awesome. I would love it. <laughs> oh my, so ridiculous. That and the characters you guys have come up with. You know, David Briggs shoe. <laughs> <laughs> Old <laughs> Silver Gold, Nails Lofgren, Titty Bird. The jacket. The ja- Oh, dude, I love the jacket. <laughs> so. The jacket is But I think my favorite part is the theme song. You guys have literally written the best theme song in podcast.: That's
0: all uh, if if Neil Young himself reached out and said, I hate your podcast. <laughs> you guys are idiots and you're wrong and you're vulgar and you're terrible. <laughs> but I love your theme song i would literally die a happy man that's uh, all i cared about. that's all i would care about
1: you guys i always look forward to the new long May You youngs and i'm nice. really digging the, the albums
0: thank you yeah i think that, i think you're gonna like this new one again it's much different we have uh we did something different this time it's you went f- it's a ska funk yes we went it's called skunk skunk
1: <laughs> What the hell didn't I see that one coming? Oh, my
0: god! No, but, but there will be horns on this oh, album. Interesting. Uh, like light, but uh, so I'll, we did a thing where we did a song in the beginning, like a group song, a group song at the end. The group song at the end is 13 minutes long. It's just a, jam, a fucking nice jam.
1: I didn't even talk about the live album you guys just put out.
0: Oh, yeah. That, I don't remember that
1: one. That, <laughs> that, I'm going to tell you that you guys did something that not a lot of people do, so it's kind of brave, is you put out a live album with no overdubs, no corrections. It's just yeah. basically straight off the board. Everybody, not just me, can hear you guys sing. You know, can I get this in the monitor? Can I keep yeah. all the corrections? It's really wild. It's, it's you know like a real concert experience. I, I loved it
0: thank you yeah it's uh it's fun man it's and i think we're gonna try to do more of that like a lot of these guys like the engineers who are running it they'll do board mixes anyway and someone was just like hey i'd record it if you want it and tim timmy is a huge dead guy loves fish and so he loves that bootleggy sound so he's i think he actually bought a little mini recorder that he's just bringing the shows and trying to figure out where to put it so he can get the best sound oh nice um, yeah so we're gonna I, I, we're gonna try to do more because i there's nothing like that like capturing live shit and also like yeah. we're trying to take a lesson from neil's book just get everything record everything
1: yes just- yes so i'm looking at dirty old demon west of seattle those are just awesome versions on the mm-hmm. on, on the live and you guys do a great version of down by the river yeah, which is that's fantastic a one. and fire on the mountain. I'm not a big dead fan. I've
0: Yeah.
1: But, but I like your version of it. I, I kind of like the dead's version of it too. I'm not a, mm-hmm. I don't like the grateful dead at all, but <laughs> it's a, it's a really excellent version of it. I'm really, I, I kind of got into it.
0: Thank you. Yeah. I'm not a huge dead guy either, but I'll, I'm into anything where a, the band where we can lock in yeah. and like f- find our own rhythm and like vibe off each other. Yeah. I just like that so we have that end song that's 13 minutes and it's called something else and Russ wrote it, but it's really just, uh, it's a 13 minute jam in E with a few like breaks for some vocals, but it's oh, nice. We've recorded it in one take and just like went off on each other and we're wow. going to overdub like some fun stuff on this. We're just going to get friends. We're going to send them the track and just be like, do whatever you want on this and we'll use what we like, but you go over but the middle, some,
1: some nails, nails. Yeah.
0: Maybe. <laughs> but the uh but the album's going to be called a, a boy, a bear, a beast, a bone, a mouse. Interesting. So- Yes. So, and you can read into that however you want. <laughs> Those are our nicknames in the band. So that's where that came from. Okay. And I'm not going to tell anyone who who anyone's nickname is. That's totally up for everyone to guess.
1: You know, to get a clue, go back and listen to Long May You Young, because I think you mentioned a couple of them a few episodes ago.
0: It probably slips out. Yeah. So, so yeah.
1: if anybody's uh. interested, go back and listen to Long May You're Young. In fact, go listen to Long May You Young anyway, because it's freaking hilarious.
0: It's, uh, yeah, it's fun. We have fun. <laughs> so
1: where, where can people find a band? Where can they get the music and how, where can they follow the podcast? Tell me all the socials, how, how people can keep up with what you're doing.
0: So, uh, for town meeting, go on any social media platform and type in town meeting band or town meeting music. You'll find us. Our website is townmeetingmusic.com and we're all over everything. Uh, we're trying to stay up to date on our website, but we're, very forgetful and whatever. <laughs> but but it's there and there's stuff on there for you to check out. And then for the podcast, same thing. If you type in Long May You Young Podcast, you'll find us wherever you listen to podcasts. And yeah. And we have a website too called uh longmayouyoung podcast dot com. We've got merch. We've got hats and all kinds of goodies, t-shirts, I think, nice. stickers, I think. So I yeah. have
1: to swappy some merch. All mine's through threadless. Yeah. So it's like one off printing but I can get yeah. you a shower curtain yeah. if you want with my logo on it.
0: Oh, do you do shower curtains? That yes, rules, man.
1: I did. I got a shower curtain. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I'll take a shower
0: curtain. You send I'm... us a shower curtain. We'll send you a shirt and a hat.
1: All right. I got I gotta look that up. I gotta remember how much they cost. I don't remember how much shower curtains cost. But it's it's <laughs> yeah. my don't... big stupid ass actually I don't look I say stupid ass because I love the logo. The guy who did it yeah. for me did Soundgarden's Bad Motor Finger too.
0: Oh, that rules. So, yeah.
1: He was my second podcast, Mark the guy named Mark Dancy. Freaking awesome nice. dude. And uh i'm I'm taking'm I'm here trying to get your stuff. I'm hawking my merch. It's ridiculous, <laughs> <laughs> but thank you <laughs> no, yeah I mean, I really appreciate this. this has been a blast. it's been awesome, you know finally yeah, fun man finally talking to you doing a podcast together, and yeah. <laughs> If we can get somebody on we would maybe do another uh Neil Young podcast either with you guys either with yeah. long Neil Young or through performance anxiety one or the other we'll get a Neil Yeah,
0: of course. What's your Neil album if, if if there's one we haven't done yet? What's your go-to
1: album? Oh, my my go-to you've already done it's on the beach.
0: On the beach, okay. But
1: I do like psychedelic pill a lot. Okay. So I'm I'm excited to hear that one. Okay. Or Conversely, I was incredibly disappointed in Americana.
0: Okay, that would be interesting. So, I think I liked Americana, but it's been so long, so we'll we'll see.
1: I was hoping for more crazy horse sounds coming out of Americana than I got. It a lot of
0: we're creeping up to it.
1: Yeah, a lot of it sounded like I don't know. Yeah, not 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 faithful to the originals necessarily, but it wasn't as bombastic as I had hoped it would be. Yeah. So yeah. (laughs) Well, I finished my Piss nice. Town or whatever, whatever the name was. Piss <laughs> Town so, I mean, is great. <laughs> it was great to finally meet you and talk yeah, to you. Yeah. Too.